Hi, my name's Jude. You know the score by now. This is my wellbeing podcast. Look after your monkeys. Have a nice life. Okay, this one, I feel like it's going to be controversial and I'm just going to say how it is because that's the whole point of this podcast is to be truthful and honest and I think generally be kind as well. But this one, it's almost like you've got to be cruel to be kind. Um, It's about being teetotal. I stopped drinking probably something like four years ago now. It wasn't... uh, a kind of mark in the sand thing. I didn't I didn't set the date and then go, right, from now on I'm never going to drink. I just said to Vic, I'm just going to not drink now because things were getting really difficult. I was struggling at work. I was struggling mentally. I was struggling to get out of bed. And drinking once or twice um, towards or at the weekend was making it really hard. My hangovers were lasting longer. Um, it wasn't just the, the, it's not like a physical hangover, either the headache and the kind of feeling lethargic, but the mental um, kind of Monday blues were leaking into Tuesdays and Wednesdays and even Thursdays. And then it would get to Friday and I'd go, oh, I feel okay now. I'll go out and drink again then. And it was this horrible cycle. And it was because I was like burying my head in the sand, thinking that I was special and that I could, I could ignore the effect of alcohol. I could kind of power on through like this romantic kind of, view of you know the kind of the Hollywood or the novel character who's who's like a I don't know he's a hard-boiled detective and he's you know he drinks whiskey and they're in his desk or he has a drink in the morning and I was like almost had this view of myself like now I can do it and it's like you know what the truth is I'm not special and you're not special either and these things are poisons and they will affect you and I, and it sounds really kind of preachy and judgmental to say that but it's true right no one's no one's special every this is just the truth you're not special you're one of seven billion people on the world right now and you're one of many many more billions before that and you're just a little living life force and when you put poisons in you it will make you (laughs) feel bad and it will have impacts on you and it's the same for things that aren't poisons but are addictive behaviors gambling stop gambling it's bad for you the odds are against you you will not win you will lose money you will lose friends you will get stressed and then and it's just that's just the harsh truth of it there's a there's a phrase that's really good um i'm trying to think trying to get it right now it's you can either make hard decisions and then have an easy life or you can make easy decisions and then have a hard life. And it's really it's so accurate because I think every single time you make that instant gratification decision, you're setting yourself up to have misery and hardship further down the line. Um, I don't have a dog and I don't have children, but it's the same kind of concept of every time that you kind of go, okay, you can have you can stay up later, or to the to the dog, every time it barks and you... I mean, dogs bark, but, you know, every, every time it runs and attacks someone or something, you kind of go... Okay, that's not a good example. <laughs> Maybe you should stop it attacking people. But what I mean is when when someone's exhibiting the behaviour and you just kinda of go, That's fine. For for ease of for for the ease of right now, I don't wanna clamp down on that. I'm just gonna let it carry on and I'll sort it out another time. It just gets harder and harder to do it. I remember um I did a couple of weeks teaching um at my secondary school just when I thought about becoming a teacher. And one of the best pieces of advice the head of English gave me there was you draw your line in the sand so close to you on the first week or something you you go in super strict and you go in saying this is my boundary 
these are my expectations, these are my rules, and if you break them, you will have a detention, and you will get thrown out of the class, and I will fail you on this subject, or whatever it is. And then, gradually, as you get to know the children, as you get to become you know, a genuine person and everything, then you, can, then you can loosen things up a little bit. Then on a Friday, you can say, oh, right, you know, let's just muck around a little bit, or you know, the last day of term, you can, you can then become a human. But you have to set those boundaries early. And if you don't, you will set yourself up for failure. You set yourself up for a really hard term and a really hard year. It's the same with this. If you kind of just go, oh, I'll just have one drink, and then it's two, and then it's three, and then it's five, and then and then you're screwed. So I was really, really harsh on myself. I was going, right, this this is going to take a lot of willpower, and it did at first, and now I don't miss it at all. But it, I just know I'm right with this one. That if you, here's the thing: if you're drinking, if you're taking drugs, if you're doing any kind of what I would say is harmful behaviour as a form of escapism, as a form of self-medication. Firstly, you probably won't even realise you're doing it. You're just going, oh, I've always done this. I've always drunk this much. You know, ever since the age of 16, 17, I was going out drinking. It was just a thing that I do, a social thing. I think I haven't got a problem. I'm just doing it because um, it's fun. I do it with my mates and everything. And then I look back and kind of go, well, maybe I was doing it because I was shy and I didn't know how to talk to girls without drinking. Maybe it was because it's easier to make friends that way. Or when I was at university, um, I was drinking, I was smoking a bit of weed and you know, it was just, oh, it's just fun, it's just something we do with my mates, and, just something to, and then it, it it got, you know, it's quite a lot, when you look back on it, I kind of go, I was doing that, you know, multiple times a week, and maybe it was actually because I was really stressed, and I didn't know what was going on in my life, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, I wasn't really 100% committed to my course, I was, and then you get into, a, you know, a, a kind of loop of, like I say, sort of living for the weekend, or, you know, you know living for every other day, um, and it's just negative. And I think if you can find a positive and non-harmful sort of productive form of escapism. Nowadays, I play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I've got this podcast. Um, you know, sometimes I'll have some kind of project to do with arts and crafts. I'll be making someone a cross-stitch thing for their birthday or a friendship bracelet or a festival or something. Or even little things like cleaning or tidying. You know, I'm tidying the spare room at the moment, which as it stresses, um, I'm not purely enjoying it, but it's going to be fulfilling at the end of it. And it's not causing me damage it's actually teaching me good lessons about being an adult you know having willpower doing things when I don't want to do them um so yeah I, I know that this this episode is going to sound judgmental and it's going to sound preaching but if you if you're doing the, these things I think you should sit on the bed one evening and or look yourself in the mirror and say why am I drinking why am I taking drugs why am I gambling there's other there's other vices you can do but there's there's three obvious ones and if you really, really sit down and you're honest with yourself, you'll realise it's masking a problem. And every time that you do this thing, it's becoming harder and harder and harder to reach that the nub of what is causing that feeling. And it's probably a feeling of, it's probably a really difficult feeling to face. It's angst, it's existential dread, it's fear of death, it's fear of um, fear of facing your own potential. Maybe, maybe you're maybe you're just sort of numbing yourself because you're you know that you could do better in your life, in your maybe in your personal relationships, maybe in your job. Um, whatever it is, it's probably a really deep, difficult feeling to face. So you just kind of numb it a little bit. You're just going to, well, I'll just go and get shit faced and, um, and you know, just have some fun, have some kind of hedonistic fun. And it doesn't even, this doesn't even have to be someone who's drinking a binge in all the time. It just could be a glass of wine in the evening. And this this is the thing. This is why I'm feeling this is going to be controversial. Most of the people I know in the world do this to some extent. 
and I would also say <laughs> most of the people I know in the world could probably do with a bit of counselling. Like this is not personal towards anyone. This is everyone. Um, there's a I might have mentioned this before. There's a character in Peep Show called Mad Andy. He's a handyman, and he comes around to fit their door. And anyway, there's a line where he says, "He says, listen, there's two types of people in this world. There's people who know they've got to shit. <laughs> people who know they've got shit to sort out." And there's people who don't know they've got shit to sort out. And I think the people who don't know are the ones who are then, I just keep using this phrase, burying their head in the sand. Um, it's, it's one of those things that when I was younger, I, I thought, oh, I, I just I just drink at occasions to sort of enhance them, to make them better. You know, I'll go to a football match. Let's have some drinks at half time. I'll go to uh, a gig or a music festival. It was, it was always It was always, how can we fit drink into this? It was always, oh, can we sneak some drink in? Can we, or what's, or should we pre-drink or whatever like that? And I look back and I think I didn't need drink to make these things better. I needed it because I was shy or because I was nervous or because, I don't know, multiple reasons, things that I weren't, you know, I kind of thought, oh, it'd be easier or it'd be more fun. But you know what? I don't drink now and life isn't less fun without drink. Life is enough. You know, you look around at nature at sunsets at, I don't know, playing some golf in the summer in the sun with the wind and the birds and with your mates like that is good enough honestly you do not need um enhancement it just it just is it's a it's it's like a short-term fix it feels like you're, you're getting what you need and then actually you're getting further and further and further away from it and here's the thing right Drinking costs a lot of things. It costs a lot of money. You know, I remember not having much money in my early 20s. I'd say I was earning £100 a week. I'd go out and I'd spend, I don't know, 30 to £50 on the night out. Like half of my income, some, some somewhere around like that, just on the night out, just on like, a, oh, hopefully this will be the magical one. And it was, you know, being honest, it was like, oh, I hope I, I, hope I can pull this this evening, you know, or... It will be this this amazing event where I don't know I meet someone cool and we kind of like have this great story where we kind of play poker in the early hours and then we go to this place and yeah one one in a hundred was like that one in a hundred was worth a story that even now I look back and I go yeah they're not they're, they're stories that I don't want to tell anymore they're not interesting um they're just they're just they're just immature they're um they're they're events that I don't look back on and think oh that was cool what a fun evening and I think what a fucking waste of time that was. And yeah, it, it costs me, people break things, you know, you break your phone, you break your glasses, if you wear them, you, you, I don't know, ruin your jeans or whatever, but it, it costs more than that. It costs more than physical money and stuff and, 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 and belongings. It, it's bad for your health. Like <laughs> everyone knows that, but again, people think, oh, I'm special. I'm the one who can drink and still be healthy. No, you can't. Like th- there's literally zero reason why you could drink and still um and and not let it affect you it's bad for your relationships the the amount of um arguments i would have with vic either while drunk or because of drunken behavior usually from me i'll admit it's just it just puts this absolutely unnecessary strain on it it means then then the next day or the day afterwards you're, you're tetchy and you're, you're uptight and stuff and then you react badly to the thing you, you just cannot live a normal balanced life where you're making solid judgments you're thinking clearly when you're chucking drugs in your system and it's funny because I always thought 
I'm going to not drink for a bit. And then when Vic dies, I might kind of go back to it. I might even drink, you know, as a result of it. But it's the more life got difficult. And, and then when she did die, I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, this is the opposite. It's pushed me so far in the opposite direction. I can't even imagine ever drinking again. The only thing I miss is some of the taste of some of the things. You know, like a nice, I liked a nice rum and coke or gin and tonic or amaretto and coke or something like that or some of the nice beers. But the more and more stuff that's coming out alcohol-free... Sort of like being a vegetarian. It's not that hard nowadays. It really isn't that hard. I've got some friends who will drink non-alcoholic beers on occasions. There's lots of other alternatives. You can get non-alcoholic wine, which is all right. Or you can just not drink stuff. You don't have to, like... It's that that thing of... um, I've I've heard it said, you know, that kind of... Would you go out and drink 12 pints of orange juice? No, you wouldn't, because it would be mental. Like, no one's that thirsty. You're not actually thirsty. So when you go somewhere, yeah, it's nice to have a drink. Grab a coffee or a glass of water. And then you'll be fine for like three hours. Um, it does mean that my life's changed a bit in terms of what I go out and do. The act of going to bars is like, I don't just don't do it anymore. Because I go there and go, all right, go and get a drink. And then what do I do once I've drunk that one? You just go and get another one. Then you get another one. You get another one. You're like, well, I don't want another drink. I can't, I can't afford it. And I'm not thirsty. So I just don't go to bars anymore, really. Or if I do, I'm going to like a cafe kind of restaurant place. I'm having like something to eat and a coffee and some of that is just growing up and um you know i'm not interested in those things anymore so yeah i get it when you're younger that you'll meet you'll be drawn to those environments more but promise you you don't have to drink you just it doesn't make it better it makes it worse um i've got a note here basically saying that whatever you the the amount you consume in terms of these um escapist um sort of drugs is usually i would say in proportion to the amount of shit you've got to sort out and it's it, yeah, it just makes it harder. Um, the best memories I look back on are without drink. The the nicest events I've done, the the, the kind of the fun times. It's not the drinking that, that made it fun. It's the it's the event I was there. It's the things I saw. It's the people I was with. Um, and like I say, I think some of it is a maturity that I've got now. But I feel like a lot of people, and I'm generalising here, but a lot of people kind of like hold on to that immaturity. Um, they want to imagine that they're somehow special and and this is this is a general concept like you're not no no one's special in any way shape or form no one's born this incredible kind of superhuman that can do these things yeah there's difference in strength and intelligence and athleticism and beauty and things like that but the people that you see who are amazing super achievers they've just been born with like a little bit better in this area and then they've worked their arse off to get there that's why i don't like the concept of talent talent's bullshit talent doesn't exist Babies aren't born able to do things. You could, Lionel Messi wasn't born able to play football. He was pretty good at it, and then he worked and worked and worked and worked to an obsessive level to, to be really good at it. I, I feel like it's almost insulting when someone says, oh, wow, you're so good at that, you're so talented. It's like, no, 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 you're really hardworking, and you're dedicated, and you've sacrificed. Um, anyway, you, these people aren't special. They're, like They've gone, oh, okay, I, I won't fill my body with these things. I'll exercise loads. I'll hone my craft. Um, but I think, yeah, we have this warped view of of ourselves, of that we're we're somehow outside of the rules. Like all oh, these things won't affect me because I'll just try not to. Or I'm just better than that. And it's just it's just nonsense. Um, it will affect you, and it will it might not ruin your life, but it'll make it harder. You know, just just have a think about it, and maybe, just maybe, maybe I'm right. <music> 
I think one of the difficult things that people find if they were gonna think about giving up drinking or drugs or whatever there or gambling or whatever it's almost like oh, I need some other thing then there's the the classic sort of Russell Brand type character who's like well I'm addicted to personality so I'll become addicted to running then or I'll become addicted to meditation or addicted to some kind of religion or something like that and yeah there's probably a, an element of that but it's like think about all of the positive energy you could put be putting into things for this for the time and money you spend on it you could you could really achieve a lot and it's it's kind of yeah i think you can just achieve so much more your your potential can be realized if you put all of that time money effort and also you'll get back not just the time and money and effort you spent on it but all the time money and effort all the all the kind of hangovers and stuff all that time that was sort of dead time afterwards you'll get that back as well um so yeah yes you'll find other things to dedicate your life to and they'll be positive things so yeah go for it and finally in the um effort of being 100 percent truthful i've just found another note in my diary that was related to this as well about watching porn um i'm a man i watch porn i have done ever since um i don't know whatever age but whatever age i could um it's just like alcohol it's bad for you it's a distraction it's so pointless it's such a waste of time it's it's harmful in terms of your views of women it's harmful in terms of your views of of sex in general um and just you know i still do it time 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 to time and every time i kind of think that was stupid i'm doing it less and less now but and and lots of that is just i'm just haven't got dead time i'm i'm busy a lot of the time i've got projects going on and it's like i kind of thought the other day i was like oh i haven't done that in a while and i thought yeah it's just such a dead dead time it's such a useless way to spend your time um just try stopping for a bit <laughs> honestly it's um it's addictive um, just like drinking drugs or just like social media as well I've tried to really really slim down on swiping on whatever whether it was um, obviously no dating apps anymore but whether it was that in the in the old days whether it was um, TikTok Facebook whatever um, I've I've slimmed down on the amount of notifications I get from these things so I only get important ones and also I put my phone on silent for a while and it means occasionally I might miss a phone call, but you know what? I still pick up my phone and check it once in a while to pick up the, to see what the time is, or whatever. Luckily, I don't have any kind of people that are dependent on me, you know, children or or anyone else I'm sort of looking after. So I'm, I haven't got emergencies that might come through to me. Um, but yeah, just pop them in, even even you know, leave your ringtone on, put everything else on silent. It's just incredible the the amount of things we do. Yeah, porn and just general screen addictions. They're in the same category. I would put them up right up there with drink and drugs. Honestly, it is a drug. Um, the the way that social media um, infiltrates your behaviour and makes you constantly check your phone, um, and you just you just keep coming back to it. You're kind of put it down, and then two minutes later, you find yourself picking it up again. I'm still doing it now, and it's it's one of my last sort of things I'm trying to fix. I say last. It's one of the numerous numerous amount of things I'm trying to fix. But yeah screens whether it's um watching naked ladies or whether it's um watching slightly less naked ladies on social media or watching golf videos whatever you're doing um it's just just not useful you go out and live um and i'm saying this to myself more than anything right now because it's um something i'm really trying to fix so i'm going to end up on that sort of note of 
I hope it's not been too preachy and I hope that you'll realize lots of these things I've used to do and I've changed and lots of them I'm still doing and I'm still trying to change so trust me I'm not the expert on this in terms of having fixed it all but I do know the absolute truth of doing things that you know are bad for yourself it's bad for you you know what a surprise and and you're not immune to it it will affect you it will make your life harder making those strong decisions growing that willpower through things like trying to make yourself get up early I'm still struggling with that one at the moment as I, as I record this I got up 10 minutes before work this morning didn't have time for yoga I feel a bit shit about it so I'm still struggling with that but yeah cold showers things like that things like making yourself do the washing up as soon as you've you've made things dirty it really building those small willpower uh, skills I think helps you live the life you want to live be the person you want to be actually achieve things instead of wasting your time so anyway I'm going to call it there for today's episode like I say a bit of a different one a little bit more preachy but hopefully you'll agree that I think I've kind of hit the nail on the head of this one I think <laughs> we'll see see what people think about it anyway let me know if you really think I've got it wrong drop me a message comment on the uh on the article um link on facebook or wherever you use insta or whatever because it'd be an interesting one interesting to see what people think but yeah i'm pretty sure i'm right about this one mm-hmm.